Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hello and welcome to uh, Footballistically Arsenal. Um, I found out today that that woman who hosts, who does Countdown, you know, um, what's her name on Countdown? What's, you know, the regular one. Rachel? Rachel, thank you. Rachel Riley. Rachel, Rachel Riley. Riley. She said apparently her dream host of Countdown was Arsene Wenger because he makes up words like footballistically, the very word on which this podcast is controversially based. How about that? Ollie? What, I mean, that's yeah. the highest honour from anyone. Exactly. I've begun with that interest. Oh, that's, that's Ollie Shorts, who is um, sitting in, I think it's fair to say, in the yeah. sidekick role. Yes, because he's whenever Josh... Josh is off to the land of our uh, forefathers. Yeah, and when he Israel. goes off, he, he picks me to, to yeah. come in and sort a few things out. Yeah, you've, sort of, you've done a sterling job. You've got, the, you've got an agenda here. You've got a menu. As, as fully always, printed out. as always. And um, did you also put the guests as well? No, that's, fine, that, that, no that, that's, that's all Josh. Oh, okay, Josh. Josh. I'll let him deal with that. Oh, okay. I'll deal with the menu. Pete LaGrove Wood is back. Hi, Pete. Hey. Looking good. Thank you. Short sleeve shirt. It's not summer yet, Pete. Oh, yeah, it was bold. It was uh, it's bold. very bold. Wore a scarf, though. Oh, okay. Oh, that's all right. I'll worry. Um, and Massimo Marioni is here from The Sun, Her Majesty's Son. Ex once of the Daily Mail, is that right? You moved. Metro. Metro, sorry. God, I got it wrong. Metro. And now you've gone on to obviously bigger and better things at The Sun. How are you? Good. How are you? Uh, just tearing up my Zane posters, but generally getting by. Don't tear up the Zane posters. He'll be back. He's still around. Zane Payne. Yeah, um, <laughs> we're all suffering. <laughs> we are all suffering from Zane Payne. Um, I don't think, actually, he might be an Austin fan. I'm just trying to think now. There's one Austin fan in one D. I can't we'll remember have to get is. Josh to book him in now. Yeah, possibly a studio guest. Yeah. yeah well, he's got nothing else to do. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so I think he's, probably, him in. I think he's doing anything. a solo rap album with someone, actually. He wants to be normal, I thought. Well, he said he wants to be a normal 22-year-old, but he also wants to do a rap album. Oh, he may even recorded a rap album, anyway. But that's neither here nor there, Massimo. It's another More, exclusive. It is another exclusive. <laughs> um, what we, I've got lots to talk about. Obviously, we've got the uh, Newcastle game, which we won. Although we won it in classic Arsenal style these days, where for a large period of the second half, we were kind of shitting ourselves. Not to put a final point on it, because suddenly they played really well, or suddenly we let them play. Anyway, so we'll talk about that. A full full discussion of that game. Um, Welbeck, you've thrown in yeah, to the menu. I'm not a Welbeck fan, oh, boy. Where um, does he fit in? That's your first point. Oh. I just don't get it. Okay. I mean, but we'll get to it. We'll get to that. But a lot of people are going to the Arsenal with their, 
Really? I, I just... There's an anti-Wilbert movement. Okay. Yeah, talk I'm, about not, that. I'm not a fan. Okay. Um, Massimo suggested, quite rightly, that we talk about Walcott, what's going to happen with him. We have talked about this every week for about the last uh, year. But I'm obviously, being a huge fan of the I'll happy to talk about it again, and we will. Uh, Rosicki. Oh, yeah. Sh- should we extend his contract? Has, he, has his contract been extended? Et cetera, et cetera. Um, in, it is boring international weekend this weekend. It is very boring. Um, but at least we can talk about the fact that um, Ozil captain Germany last night. We'll talk about that. And Podolski keeps scoring. And Bentner scored a fucking hat-trick. Excuse my language. But he did. Um, and rumor, with, it's good with Massimo Six, so we can actually talk about transfer rumours, and, and he can have some kind of expertise. I'll say that now. Like Will Smalling signed for us, for example. We'll get to the, don't, don't, no spoilers. Um, and we'll look forward to... So we've got this break, but the next game is actually a huge, huge, massive prospect of Liverpool um, on the 4th. Easter Saturday, I believe. Uh, so at 12.45, live on 12 BT 45. Sport, I believe. Thanks, yes. <laughs> There's your plug. We always do well on that early kickoff, don't we? Mm. No. Um, what are your observations uh, about the victory at Newcastle and why we always end up in, with these clearly inferior teams? And we're beating them. Is it good that we're beating them? Pete, I'm looking at you. Yeah. Or is it worrying that actually we end up scrabbling for that final victory and we end up possibly in the second half looking kind of tired or scared or whatever? What happens? I don't know. Well, I think that look, it's a bit of a winning machine at the moment, okay. isn't yeah. it? I mean, we've, we're, we're, we're climbing the league. Like, we're, we're in the mix, really. Absolutely. Know, frightening that we are in the mix, but we are in the mix, definitely in the mix for second. Are you Ch- saying in the mix for, for, for I, winning? I, I, Chelsea choked last Steady. year. I still feel like they could choke again. But, um, I, but I think we're too far into our winning run right. to maintain it. I think if we, if we win 15 games, all our games, it'll be yeah. 15 games in a row and it'll break our record from 2002, which is tantalising in a way. But I think uh, the problem that we're facing at the moment, like whilst winning, mm. like the fatigue that we get in the second half, I think yeah. that that's telling. I don't think we rotate our key players enough and I just worry whether we've got enough in the last sort of, is it nine games we've got left? Mm-hmm. Just worry we've got enough in the tank or whether we'll start picking up injuries because our injury cycles tend to come in three months because right. Wenger doesn't rotate. The only time players get a rest is, is when they pull a hamstring. So I, I, I think it's important that, that we are falling away in the second half, mm. but we're winning at the we moment, winning, so it's yeah. difficult to complain. It does feel like, doesn't it, Massimo, that these are the kind of games... Certainly, a couple of years ago, maybe even last year, we would have lost in the end, or, or got a draw. They would have got a draw against us, where we're actually kind of are winning them. Is well, that absolutely? I mean, mm. even earlier this season, people were criticising Wenger for not being able to, you know, close down uh, leads, and you know, we were throwing points away needlessly. It's natural that a team are going to come out with a renewed sense of vigour and urgency when they're 2-0 down at home. So, yes. you know, of course you're going to be under the cosh. Um, you'd like to think that we'd be able to find a, a third goal to put these games, these 2-1 wins that we keep on having away. But ultimately, we're still winning. If this was Chelsea, people would be lauding us as, you know, grounding out uh, title-winning victories against mm. the odds away from home. So, I mean, yes, it's it's always nervy, which is comes with the territory of being an Arsenal fan, but... You know, I, I think Wenger deserves credit for being able to to turn out these wins, to churn out these wins, as he has been doing since what was it, Southampton? Yeah. Do you, Do you think that that sort of comment that you just made there about you know th- this time last year yes. or the year before, yes. we would have lost that game? It, it isn't. Like, I feel like we've been saying that for five or six years. Like it isn't the the, the common ground that we beat. Yeah. The rubbish teams, yeah. but lose. Yeah, you may the be right. Teams. Yeah, yeah, you may, you may, yeah. I think you're probably right. Well, we, we haven't have... beaten 
Man City and, and beaten Manchester United in the, you know this, since Southampton. So we we're going to these games now and and we're actually winning. And I remember I think I was in a one of the podcasts uh, you know a few months ago. We were saying actually I think we've lost you know, something like fifteen or sixteen points from from winning positions at the beginning of the season, and that has clearly turned around. That we're not you know mm. losing these points, but we're, we're sustaining it. And as you know, said Pete, we're we're in the mix. I don't think we're in the mix for first, but to even think about the possibility of, of second was you know really you know a, a dream you know scenario you know a few months ago. And I'd love to finish second or third, so we don't have to qualify for the Champions League. Oh God, yeah, completely, yeah. So we're now, so we're in the best form in the Premier League in in kind of almost in this calendar year, aren't we? I think pretty much. Which is we're top by a point. Top by a point. Chelsea a fifth. Wow. Liverpool second. Yeah, I think so. That's interesting, isn't it? I mean, do you? I mean, Pete, you you are renowned for being a a Wenger sceptic, aren't you? These mm-hmm. days, that's fair enough. Do you, does it altered your view of him at all? This kind of run, or you just think it just fit the whole? I still don't think he's got it to win at the highest level, like tactically or like from from a physical point of view. But he's this isn't Wenger just doing the same thing that he does every year. He's mm. he's changed his approach to to video analysis behind the scene. Like he's approaching the big games uh, with a different mentality. Um, like he's he's brought the right players in. He's pushed the the wrong players out. Like he's made some bold decisions. He certainly this this season feels different. I think yeah. the, the outcome will probably be second or third, which is progress. We might win another FA Cup. Like I think he's starting to understand that if he wants to go out with a bang, he has to move with the times and start yeah. bringing different expertise to the table. So I'm happy as long as as long as we're progressing. Mm. That's key. I, I don't know whether he'll win a Champions League before he goes or a league, but you know, as long as we're floating around that mm. top four mix, by the time the new manager comes in and the new manager's got a good squad, which, like, I don't know what you, you guys think. But I, 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 don't, I don't know what you guys think, but I think the squad that we've got at the moment is probably the best we've had in five years. So whoever comes yeah. in after has hopefully got something to work with. Do you think, do you think we are progressing, Massimo? Do you think there is? I, I think we are. I think, I think what Pete says about the squad is, is a fair point. I think if at the start of the season we had brought in Gabriel and if we had said Coughlin's going to be turn out to be a worldy defensive midfielder, yeah. I, th- I think fans would have quite readily taken that at the start of the season. Of course, the most glaring and, and frustrating error at the start of the season was his lack of signing a centre-back. Yeah. But now that that's addressed, you can't really look at the squad and say, you know, th- this, there's not glaring gaps as, as there were. So, so you're really just relying on him being able to motivate the squad, hopefully keep them injury-free, which is a completely different subject and issue and, and try to put together a run which I think they're more than capable of and which which they're showing at the moment as we know we're in we're in a semi-final we've got a very good chance of winning another cup although I'm sure we will try our best to throw it away like we did last year but it, it's it's a good chance of another trophy and we can make progress on fourth last year so I mean yeah of course it's progressive but like Pete I don't feel we're ever going to win the league or a Champions League under Wenger I mean we're two signings away surely from and I think yeah. I think it's I mean I think Coquelin's been absolutely revelation you know from, from January onwards, but I still don't think he's quite the player that that we need at Arsenal. Fantastic to play against the smaller teams, but we need an, another level above him. And I still think I, I don't know what you guys all think, but I, we need a thirty goal a season striker because I just I love Giroud. I think he's great. But he's again. We just need to go another level above. Where well, he is. should we? This is where you want to turn your attention to your controversial Welbeck uh, item on I mean, the menu. Is it controversial? You're not happy. 
Well, that's I like why him. I want to know. I don't okay. think it's controversial. I don't think so. I've, I've been looking at him for a long time thinking, I'm, I'm really worried about this guy. I don't know what he does. <laughs> You can see what he you can see what he does when he when he's playing the ring he, wing sorry he works hard um, you know he's got good pace um, but he, in front of goal and around the box he just doesn't have enough composure to, I mean, to be a top agree. level attacking winger slash forward. But what you said is like he has a lot of pace. But I mean, you can get a player from like you know League Two who will run and run and run and run and run. But I mean, I remember there was this run that he did against Newcastle where he went from this uh, the halfway line and went pretty much all the way to the edge of the area. And I mean, that was the hard bit, and he did it seamlessly. And then the easy thing was just to pass the ball. And I mean. Every time it's in front of goal when he's one on one, it's just a simple passes. That that final ball just is so far away from what we need as a, as, a, as an Arsenal player, and it just it's so frustrating. I mean, the Manchester United game. I mean, yes, he scored great. It was you know well taken goal, but I mean, it didn't for me. It just didn't. He doesn't do enough. He scored a hat trick against was Galatasaray, and I can't really think of many other moments. You know, West Brom. He did score a winner and. He but, doesn't get to play up front, which is his preferred option. Is but it? Very he, often. he did he up did, until yeah. for, for three months, and he scored four or five goals. I mean, Giroud, literally, I mean, it was the Manchester United game that Giroud came back and scored a fantastic goal in the 93rd minute, something like that. Mm. Um, I mean, Welbeck's never done anything quite like that. I mean, literally, Giroud came back from his injury and hit the ground running. Apart from the Monaco game, he's been absolutely superb. Um, and the stats will back that up. I mean, Welbeck's given t- in many, many times, but you know, he had three, four months on, on Giroud. And mm-hmm. for me, he just doesn't do enough. I mean, he's 16 million. I'd rather him than Balotelli because Balotelli's done nothing. But he's also. If, he's, if, if Welbeck's not playing out front, would you rather have Walcott in, that, in there than him? Yeah, I would. Okay. I mean. Pete, what's yeah. your feeling about it? <laughs> That's an expression of disdain. Sorry, yeah. <laughs> yeah Pete's I, not I, happy. I, I, like, uh, I, I like Danny Welbeck. I think that. Um, I know that it's not, you know, he's not our favourite player, Adebayor, but I see a lot of similarities between him and Adebayor. <laughs> Adebayor came, everyone thought he's got, he's got terrible technique, uh, all he does is run about and cause problems, but like Danny Welbeck has all the key ingredients that you need to be a, a great premiership player. Um, he's, was he 23 years old? Mm-hmm. Um, he's, 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 he's powerful, like he, he works hard, he's hungry. Um, if he had composure, which I think you can learn, because there are a lot of examples of yeah. players that have learned composure past the age of 23, I think he could be a serious player. And I, I think the, the, the trouble all, with Arsenal fans is yeah. we're not used to a squad. So we're not like, well, Danny Welbeck doesn't have to be a first-team player for the next four years. But he's yeah. a good player to bring off the bench. Oh, I agree he with that. He scares yeah. defenders. And like 23 years old, like, I, yeah. I, I think he could be something. Yeah, I'd much so. rather have him up front than, than Theo Walcott. Uh, and if the Walcott's a good, a would good you rather if, if he's not playing up front? If uh, Giroud's up front and Welbeck is in the support, is kind of on the wing, effectively or wherever. Would you rather him in there, in there than Theo? No, no, no. I think, okay. yeah, I, I think, yeah. yeah. I think for me, and what you said is like, you, it is a squad game, but I don't want to actually see Giroud lead the line for Arsenal. I want to see, as I said, I want to see someone that better than Giroud and I want Giroud to, to come off the bench and you know need to hold the ball up if we need to go and get a goal from like a potential set piece or something like that, then he's that player I mean to have Giroud and Welbeck as your two strikers is you can't compare that to, to your, your Man Cities who have got you know three or four who would probably get in ahead of, of Welbeck and, and that's where I look at it at, at Arsenal is 
we shouldn't be having Welbeck as our second choice. But you look at City and, and you know, in the league, they're, they're a couple of points above us. They're out of the Champions League. Well, yeah, one point above yeah. us, out of the Champions League. In the same situation with all these worldy strikers who are perceived as better than Giroud, who, who would you they have? They had to buy Bonnie. Well, they had to buy Bonnie. Yeah. Yeah. Which... So would you rather have him? Would you rather have bon- Bonnie? 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 Bonnie, yeah. Bonnie but, well, then Welbeck. Yeah. Than Giroud. No, uh, then Giroud. Giroud. Yeah. No, but he's their. But ra- he's more their Welbeck, though, isn't he? Because he's their backup. But I'd rather have Giroud and Bonnie than uh, Boney, whatever his bloody name. Is. <laughs> yeah, um, than than Welbeck. Bonnie I mean, Boney. I, 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 he's, he's fine to have as part of the sixteen, but I just, I just, I just the stats and maybe you would say some stats are misleading. So, yeah. but I, I, for me, it's just like. It's like ninety percent fantastic, but the ten percent is the most important, and mm-hmm. and that is just so lacking. But all the man, you all the all the kind of man you people loved him. They're really gutted that you went. Yeah, he's on, a United they? boy, isn't he? So and also and Thingy loves him. England manager loves him. Roy loves him. Doesn't he he yeah. does surprisingly well for England. Really he does do well. well for England, doesn't he? Yeah. I mean, do yeah. you start him for England? I'd start that boy from you know that boy <laughs> that that boy from that Tottenham. boy from North London. Yeah. And I'd start K. I mean, he's earthy. Oh, yeah, I'm sure. But, I mean, you can't, if you're Roy Hodgson, you can't play Danny Welbeck. There's no chance. He's not positive. (laughs) Probably, you know, who knows? Yeah. Okay, let's talk about Theo. I know we talked about Madison. Have you got an inside scoop? Because... The, uh, Arson says talks have started with him because the whole contract thing has come up again. It's inc- it seems like only yesterday it does yeah. dominated our lives. The bloody contract, Theo signed the thing um, or signed that thing, yeah. And now it's come up all over again. It seems extraordinary. Is it, any any inside news? Not inside news. Well, <laughs> any point. news? News? Well, not news. But I mean, it's a fascinating, fascinating case because, as you say, it does just feel like the other day where we had this whole saga. So I don't know how it was coming around so quickly, but. I think we're in the, we got ourselves into the position where we overpaid him necessarily yeah. because we had obviously lost a lot of big players. Um, we would have lost him for free at the end of that season. He was banging in goals. So we had to overpay him just to stop the rot, if, if, if nothing else. Mm. Um, but he, he earned that contract, like no doubt. He was in fantastic form yeah. at the time he signed that contract. Then he got injured uh, and ruined everything. But now... It's a, it's a fascinating case because he, we're in the position where he's playing the likes of Welbeck and um, uh, Ox and even Ramsey on, on the right rather than risk Theo. Whether that's sort of a power play where he's trying to say to him, look, you know, we don't need you, need you, so don't be making ridiculous demands. Because no yeah. doubt Wall's got asking for an extension on his 100 grand. Um, which yeah, is ludicrous. 150. Well, yeah, no yeah. doubt. Um, so they no, say. If he can. Yeah. Well, yeah. exactly. Yeah. Exactly. He, yeah. he's, he's got that power. He's had it before. It's, it's paid off for him, so he's going to try it again. Or whether it's a fact that he doesn't genuinely trust Walcott as a, as a team player in the same way that he, he trusts Welbeck. I mean, it's, it's an interesting one. And, and, and the disparity between what Wenger's saying about the contract and what Walcott's saying about the contract is, is another interesting case. I mean, yeah. it's not looking good for Walcott unless no. he comes in and, and starts banging in hat-tricks like he was you know, when he signed his last contract. But he's not getting a chance to play, is he? I mean, he's, he's not got, getting a chance. This is it's it. not even come, As you say, it's not being he's brought not, on. No. Even, you know, he's bringing on player defenders playing his position. It really it's is weird, strange. isn't it? Don't you think it's weird, Pete, that he, how little he's being allowed to play? Yeah, especially with uh, the, your 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 rotation thing. I mean, he isn't rotating, is he? No, he's not rotating. I, I think uh, 
from from what I've been told about Theo, he's like one of the most dedicated hard workers at the club, goes out of his way to keep himself fit, went yeah. out of his way to come back, came back even faster than he was before. So it's kind of absurd that a player, Arsene Wenger, flogged to death like when he was completely useless back in the day, um, is now, how old is he, 24, 25? Yeah. Older, no? Is he? Even no, if, can't be older than 25, surely. So it's, it's, am, it's amazing. On it. yeah, it's on amazing it. that now he's coming into the peak of his powers. Yeah. Arsene Wenger's like, no, no, we, we don't need you. And, and a lot of Arsenal fans, I've seen them sniping, oh, he didn't behave well in his last contract. So guys, you only get one career in football. If you can get 100 grand a week, yeah. take it. But I think... I think the, the bigger picture, uh, like here with English players, as we were talking about... Uh, it's 26. 26. Okay. So we were talking about with um, Welbeck earlier. It's like, like our English core is yeah. pretty average. And, and, w- and when you think that all of these quotas that they're putting on big clubs, just being that players like Walcott, if, if he leaves Arsenal, he'll get 150 grand at Man City because... Oh, there'll be he's, people lining up for him. Yeah, because he's English... And he's, he's mm. pretty good. And I, th- I th- think that's the sad thing that um, English players don't get paid because, uh, d- don't get paid based on meritocracy. They get paid because like, they fit this stupid FA quota system. Like, I-, I think he's a good player. And again, he's a good squad player. Like, he's a good player coming off the bench. Like, teams are genuinely yeah, yeah. scared of him because he pushes defences back to let that pace go. Unless we've got someone like Dybala. Come, coming into the mix, somebody who? who's Dybala, <laughs> somebody who's, oh, yeah. uh, like, who has that pace but maybe like, more dimensions to his game. Then, Paolo uh, Dybala, we're rumoured to be linked with um, from Palermo, who yeah. you're obsessed with. Yeah, absolutely obsessed with. Like, like fanta- he'd be a fantastic upgrade on Theo, but we yeah. can't let that pace leave the team and not replace it yeah, because that, that, that pace is so, so valuable. Yeah, absolutely, yeah. And we tried so hard with him. We tried so hard with him. He gets to a point where he's a decent player and we get rid of him. Yeah. He's coming up to have his testimonial next year, doesn't he? So I think, here's my thing. I th- everyone's kind of assuming because, like, he said he's a Liverpool fan in his biography, the autobiography, didn't he? So everyone's kind of partly assuming that Liverpool want him and, and maybe in all these, and maybe Man City. And, and a lot of people would be in for him. And also because of the way Wenger's treating him at the moment. But I, th- I don't think he's going to go. I, th- I, think this is all, I think this is all a bit of a power play, as you suggested. And I think in the end, they'll come. I, 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 think he would, I, just, I, think, I just can't see Wenger going. He's just not the kind of player that Wenger lets go. Do you know what I mean? He's not like the kind of amazing player that we know we're going to lose because he's too good for us now like in, in, in years gone by, like a Fabregas situation. It doesn't feel like that. It just feel, feels to me the kind of player where we get worried he's going to leave, but in the end doesn't. Arsenal's his level. That's what I think. I think he's, if he wants to <laughs> progress and go to like a Chelsea, he'll just sit on the bench every single week. And he's not even a Mourinho pair. The same with Man City. I think he'd go and sit on the bench every week. Um, I, think I think he'd get a lot of games at Liverpool. I, th- I think so. I think Liverpool's the most genuine yeah. option because they're in serious danger of losing Sterling. Yeah. Um, yeah. From what I've heard, City are yeah. dead keen on him. And they're talking to his people really? at the moment. Really? But yeah. if you're Theo Walcott, would you... Mo- if, you, if he is a Liverpool fan, let's say he is, would you move from Arsenal to Liverpool? If they're giving him 150 grand a week. No, why not? And miss, but if Arsenal were paying the same you know, wage and Liverpool, it seems like they're not going to be playing the Champions League. I think, I think they're a bit more of a risk and I think he's going to develop more at Arsenal. But then again, he's still 26 and is it, he's about to come into what they say is the, the peak years of his career. Mm. So, I mean, we would be sad to see him go and I think he is a great player and he's given us a lot as well. So That'd be tragic. Uh, Rosicki. Oh, can we mention Ozil? The whole Ozil thing with the um, parting after you supposedly he was ill um, after a game the other day. What, what, any, any new? Any... You've got a big smile on your face over there. 
But the interesting idea of him... He doesn't drink, does he? Because he's a, he's, a, he's a devout Muslim. So, I mean, what kind of partying did he do? It, it, doesn't, he was... it doesn't great, though, does it? I mean, I'm, I'm sure... I don't think it was um, he, he swore off Arsenal with a, you know, on his deathbed sort of thing. I right. think it was a mix of being tired from the Monaco game and being a little bit ill. Right. So they were like... Like yeah, a cold, yeah, a cold. Yeah, sack it off, like sack it off. Okay. Um, and as you say, you know, he might have gone out and, and doesn't, you know, yeah. he doesn't drink, so he's, he's not, you know, on it till no. God knows how long in the morning. But it just doesn't look great. And then that's all Ozil all over. He could do so many things just to make himself look a little bit better. Yeah. Like applaud the fans at the end of games, applaud the fans when he's coming off. But he doesn't. Don't swap shirts after. Don't swap shirts after. I mean, at the Monaco game, he was absolutely dejected at the end. He, yeah. really, he really was. Yeah. And I think that was the first time you know, in a year and a he's half a lot, of watching yeah. him that I actually felt that. Although he might not necessarily show it outwardly to the supporters... He, he he does I th- I think really really care and I think that oh, was, yeah I think so yeah you know and I also don't care if he swaps shirts with someone at half time no I mean he's going to get a new one did anyway did you care that he went out socialising during his uh, alleged illness I mean I, whether that's Arsenal <laughs> just saying that he's ill and they're just resting him I, I yeah, mean okay. it's it's really not really Pete? to me bothered. No, no, I, I, no. I, I don't. I don't think Ozil cares. I honestly don't. Oh really? What about Arsenal? Does, about, oh really? Oh, no, I, I, think he, I think he cares about you know losing games, but I don't think he cares deeply about the club. And I think that it, I just from things that I hear, I don't. Ooh. I don't believe that. But I, I, um, I think that. I, I heard quite a funny story, and it's probably a bit tongue in cheek. I heard that the reason Arsene Wenger doesn't uh, let his players, you know, go off on holiday like um, like, like a Brendan Rodgers does, is because he yeah. worries that they'll they go out shagging or they'll fly off to all, all the different corners of the earth. And I I just don't believe that Arsene Wenger would be like, oh, sorry, Ozil, you've got a you've got a cold. <laughs> why, don't, why don't you go back to to Germany? Just sound like, come on, like. You know, yeah. without being sexist, but man up and get on with it. Like, so I don't, know, I don't know whether he said that he had a cold and said, "Look, you go and spend some time with your family, or, or do whatever you want to do." Yeah. Because I think people forget that, like, football isn't like it, it's not just physically draining; it's mentally draining. Like, get yeah. away from your teammates, go and spend some time. Mm. And going out in Berlin, like, if you're if you work in marketing, has a completely different meaning <laughs> than than going out when you're a footballer and drinking a couple of ginger beers. So, I, you know, if he wants to go out with his friends and he's got a cold and he's not drinking, that, that's fine. I just think it's if he was going out smoking, doing whatever else you could do doing in a Jack Berlin, Wilshire. yeah, doing a Jack Wilshire, then there yeah. might be a problem. But like, you know, they, they play for Germany, he'll be fine, he'll come back and he'll be motivated because he's had a, a, a total rest, like mind mm. and body. Mm. He's interestingly captain Germany, isn't it? Uh, last night. Very, he's, he's the most uncaptain-like yeah, say, yeah. Pelé I've, I've probably seen in a long time. So yeah. it's very interesting. Next, Wenger will make him captain. They've just put the seal on the deal. You've got, you've got to threaten to leave to get that. Oh, yeah, yeah, that's true. That is true. Um, uh, Rosicky bothered if he goes. If it's like you know, I don't know. I I, for me, I mean, I love Rosicky and I love what he's done done for the club over the years. But there are certain players like him and Arteta. I'm now feeling. It's coming to the end of their time, isn't it? And you've got to kind of, you know, adjust to the life without them. It, it was interesting, obviously, his comments that he said a couple of days ago about wanting to leave in January because he wasn't getting enough, you know, game time. I actually think there's a big difference between him and Arteta is Arteta completely slows down the game. Oh, yeah, that's true. And mm-hmm. actually, you know, I know he's 34, Riziki, but he actually, every time he seems to come on, um, he, he does energise that team from midfield. And at the Monaco game, I was just like, God, we need Riziki. Just bring on Riz. I mean, it was so, such a shame that he was ill again. Everyone's ill, aren't they? Yeah. Or he had like you know a little tweak. But 
I still think that although he's old, he's, there's something about him that I actually would quite like to have around the team. Unlike Arteta, I think Arteta's just, he's, he's gone. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I, I, I was told that he won't sign on. Oh, really? Because he wants to play. Just wants oh, to play okay. football. So I think this is kind of a, a last attempt to get in some more game time. And, and again, he, he's, he can't play two or three games in a week. But when he plays that one game, he makes a difference. And I don't understand yeah, why Arsene Wenger doesn't bring him in. To, like, brings him in, then chops him out for a month, then brings him in and does the same. And it's just like, you, you could get much more out of him if you just brought him in, especially against the weaker teams. Like, he just gets things ticking over. And because he's, he's a four-month so, player. Yeah, so, mm. but he's so motivated, isn't he? He gets everybody else sparked up, especially when we're having those really lethargic performances against he, teams he like dri- Leicester. Yeah, he drives the ball forward. Before Sanchez came, he was our most penetrative player, penetrative attacker. Yeah. So we've got a lot of sort of static kind of, you know, sideways passing attackers who, you know, don't want to take the ball forward. He will actually run with the ball, run at defenders and try to take the game to the opposition. I think he's one of the only ones. I'd, I'd be very sad to lose him. We've got Alexis Sanchez, though. He's quite good. I, I said before. Sanchez oh, right. oh, before. Yeah, yeah. But Sanchez is going to get injured for like three months. Well, so. yeah. Sanchez is not being rested, is he? I mean, no. you must be furious, Pete, with your, with your game management. But, we, but you, see, you see the dip. I think that, like I said, Vegas says, oh, no, he doesn't want to be rested. You've got to manage players like that. I, I, and I don't think Sanchez is particularly well managed. Like, you can see why Barcelona let him go, because in a possession team, like, he loses the ball a lot. Like, he, he, go, he plays for himself. A little bit, and I, I just wonder whether he could be managed better, and especially like take him out of action, whether it upsets him or not. Like, mm. I, I, he's just a kid from Chile who wants to play football, but he'll get an injury, and then we'll be in trouble, and then we'll all go, "Oh, how did he? How did he get an injury?" It's because he gets played and played and played. So next season, generally, like we get like Vermeulen played his first season, then got badly injured the second season. I think Kishoni did. Like we've got a whole list of players who play all the games in the first season, then they crash in the next oh, season. God. <laughs> he did have that brilliant moment of skill though didn't he in the, in the Newcastle game when he kind of flicked it over himself oh, that was and then Welbeck missed no surprises oh, sorry to ring anti-Welbeck sorry to ring about to Welbeck he's, <laughs> he's more Lagrove than me today yeah you are yeah you're, you're, you're <laughs> Mr Negative oh, God, it, yeah it's, it, it, the negativity comes from the Newcastle game and even though we won but yeah it was great yeah okay <laughs> but now what, let's talk about these, um, root, these, these rumours Smalling Smalling keeps being linked with Arsenal a, what do we think about this prospect? And B, is, is there any truth to it, do you think, Massimo? The, the story came from The Telegraph. It was a guy called John Percy, who's the Midlands tel- tel- correspondent in The Telegraph. Um, obviously, that doesn't make him any less knowledgeable than, than one of the Southern guys. But if it came from a, a Jeremy Wilson, who's the Southern correspondent in The Telegraph, yeah. or um, a Mark Ogden, who's the Manchester guy, right. it might hold a bit more gravitas. Um, as I said, John Percy, very capable journalist, um, no reason that he wouldn't have a have a source, um, but Smalling, as you said, is a player. But he's been linked to Arsenal for a couple of years now. It was no secret that Wenger wanted him before he joined United, mm. um, and now I suppose in the last year of his contract, it, it makes sense that Wenger can smell a bargain. Yeah, it's kind of play when we're linked to these players like historically, like when you know that he likes a player, you do, it does feel sometimes like three years later he ends up buying them, doesn't he? Eventually. Fingers crossed, because we were always linked to Charles and Zogbia. <laughs> right, there you go. That's, uh, that's, kind of, that's kind of what I'm hoping here, because that just feels horrible, doesn't it? It, doesn't it was really, really unambitious. Yeah, yeah that's true. We've had uh, the, what's the, the Mvia, was it? Mvia, yeah, yeah he was always... Look at, now look at him, he's 
Benzema. We're always been with Benzema for years. No, I'd still take him. Yeah, yeah, well, yeah. I mean, yeah. Really yeah. Take him. yeah. yeah. yeah but there's yeah. a lot of crap that we get linked with and we get really excited about. And then they go and join someone for like 10 minutes. Why didn't we do it? Why didn't we do it? And then like a couple of years later, you're like, who? Who was that again? And Ricky Alvarez. Do you remember the fuss about him when no one knew him when he oh, was yeah. playing in Vélez in Argentina? Went to Inter. Now he's in Sunderland. Going. Did you see the rumour that uh, Harry Redknapp came out and said that we were really, really close to signing Scott Dan? No. Arsenal. Yeah, said it said it mm. fell through. I think you said it fell through because of something to do with Harry Kane. I don't know. But uh, yeah, he said that, that, that Arsenal were really, really close to signing him. Thank yeah. God for Harry Kane then. <laughs> He's one of our own. Yeah, yeah sorting yeah. us out. I think Redknapp would say anything to get some attention. That's my theory about, about yeah. him. Any other transfer rumours you can tell us about? No, it's, it's still quite quiet at the moment. I mean, yeah. you know, Smalling's quite an obvious one. Um, I, I don't, knowing Arsenal, I'm pretty positive they haven't put any plans together to sign <laughs> anyone you don't don't i can't imagine that schneiderling isn't that the one that but didn't everyone's he, or didn't about? he didn't he didn't he almost kind of sight make a bid for schneiderling in the lot in the um in the january and then kind of decide against it last minute is there any truth to that? I've, I've heard that story i, I, I thought schneiderling was was pretty set at southampton yeah. this season oh, okay right. yeah, yeah even though he came out with that tweet about when it was yeah. like, the whole time. I think he was unhappy that he, he couldn't go in the summer, as you would be if all your mates were leaving. Um, yep. But I, I think he's, he pretty much accepted that he wasn't going anywhere this season, especially considering that they were doing quite well. But do you think Don't. we might get him in the summer, though? He's, he's, he is literally, I say this every week, he's the player we need, isn't he? He's well, number he, one, isn't he? He likes him, yeah. yeah. I, I think we'll sign Schneidlin in the summer and a goalkeeper. Oh, and then And then maybe like a sort of Are you in forward. the Ospina's a bit shit camp? Yeah, he is. He is. He's a little bit overweight. That's why we were talking about that. Is he, he doesn't. Is look, he overweight? Well, he just doesn't look like a goalkeeper, does he? He doesn't look very tall because he's and he's got quite a kind of stocky look to him. Yeah. yeah, but I don't think he's actually overweight. I think he just kind of. It's one of those people who just looks it. You know I, what I mean? I, th- I think he's overweight. I'm not sure. He, he does look round. Really? Yeah, yeah. He looks Paddy, round. Paddy, Paddy Kenny. Look, it's got the Richard yeah. Wrights about. Has it? anyone yeah. seen him with his top off? Is, he, is it anyone? <laughs> So we'll talk about it after. Yeah. Okay, we'll talk about it after. But wait, who's the other? Oh, the German guy, Schalke. Bollocks. What, fat player? No, the <laughs> player that we were linked with in oh. like January. Draxler. Oh, yeah, Draxler. Oh, Draxler. 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 I mean, yeah. whatever happened to that yeah. one? That was like a done deal, wasn't it? And then it like fell through. They, they wanted this money. We were going to get him in the summer. I mean, now I, I haven't even heard his name mentioned. No, that's he was injured. He was injured for a while, so I think... The second we decided not to sign him, he was he got injured. Oh yeah, that's right. I remember that. Yeah, you're um, right. Yeah. They, they were asking extortionate money for him, and I, I think you know Arsenal often aren't credited for for backing out of deals like Alvarez because I think they were asking for a lot of money for a play who wasn't essentially proven, um, and I think they were wanting thirty five odd million for Draxler, and we were like, no, it's all right. Um, obviously, it's very frustrating at the time because he's got a very cool name, um, Bond villain, cool, Bond yeah. villain name, yeah. and um, and we were desperate for players, so yeah. it was frustrating. But now he looks like the kind of player we've got quite a few tracksters, haven't we? Yeah, yeah. yeah. we did I mean, at the time, boys. <laughs> yeah, that's true. We'll get more, just build them <laughs> yeah. up. But I mean, I, I still think he needs to buy um, a striker. Oh, I agree with that. I, 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 mean, I was going to mention this before when you were talking about the striker situation. I just can't. I think Wenger must think, oh, I'm happy. He's, I think he's just. I can't imagine him even thinking of buying a striker at the moment. Can you? I don't, I don't think I think yeah. he bought Welbs to yeah. be Giroud's backup. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. If Giroud's fit, he can fit Welbs in on the wing. Yeah. I think it would change a huge, take a huge mindset in Vega that's not going to happen for him to suddenly start thinking of buying a striker. I mean, right? Giroud's not young as well. He's coming to the you know. Oh, you and your age is going. What, what age is Giroud? Giroud, I think, is 28, 29. He's, get, he's getting to thirty quite quite quickly. Before you know it, we're talking about Walcott's, um, you know contract situation coming thick and fast he's, yeah. him getting to 30 is coming very very fast as well and he's a slow guy as it is so 28 
Yeah, there's not. Yeah. There's not many. There's not many. That you, you, if you said go out, here's thirty million. Go yeah, sign no. a striker. There aren't. There aren't actually many that would. The, even Benzema, he, he's he's not like a, a well loved player. No, like, he's always the one that they're talking about going from Madrid, like Barcelona. Have done a good job, but like outside that, I mean, it's if you, I'd struggle to name five world class strikers. Yeah, absolutely, and especially world class strikers who are guaranteed to to transfer their their ability to a different league or to a different club. I mean, you know, we, we've seen it a thousand times. Even people who are proven in the league aren't necessarily bankers at a different club. I mean, it's just a complete yeah. sort of they're embedded in the culture and all that. People sort of don't appreciate how much of a, a change it is to go from one club to another and, and play with different players and a, a different tactics. And, and when Harry Kane is the best striker in the Premier exactly. League, you know that there is a problem mm. yeah. in the world I mean, striking. If Arsenal wanted to, they could send me around the world. I'll try and find them a striker. Well, this is, this is the Good frustrating po- thing. They've got a worldwide network of scouts and they couldn't find someone better than Bentner for three years. I mean, and then they came up Hattrick, with Welbeck. Hattrick the hero Bentner. Well, Hattrick hero Bentner, yeah. Um, I like the idea of Oli going around the world as Arsenal's new scout, global scout. I mean, maybe, I'll maybe Skype Listening. I'll Skype into the, you know and tell you what I found Thanks. from was it Velez? Well, you know, yeah, uh, we're, we're at the the magic thirty five minute mark. So it, so we're not here next week, by the way, because it's boring international weekend, and there'll be no Arsenal game to talk about. So we'll be back um, on Thursday the ninth, after which we will have played Liverpool. That's what I meant. That's what I'm trying to say. Is our next podcast will be after we've played Liverpool in that huge, massive, enormous crunch match. Which I'm now going to ask you to predict what's going to happen, Massimo. Oh, I, I think our saving grace could be they might have quite a few players out. Um, Steven Gerrard, Skirtle. Gerrard, Skirtle, uh, Sterling, Lallana pull out of international duty. They'll obviously be back, oh, they'll be back. for us. Yeah, they'll be back. Um, but, you know, they, they might have... Gerrard a... out is a, is a bonus for them as well. Well, yeah, yeah, it is, unfortunately. Skirtle's a good one, though. I was, yeah. I was, I was pleased with that. Oh, that's good, yeah. Um, I, I think we could go with a 2-1 to Arsenal, a famous 2-1. Famous 2-1. Pete? I think I think we're probably going to win. I, yeah. I, I watched the United game. They don't have the, like last season. They had so much pace in the side yeah. that they just destroy you. And now this season, we've got all the pace going forward, and we've got quite a lot of pace at the back. So I don't I don't feel they'll be able to cause the same sort of problems. And hopefully they'll be quite down about that. Like pretty disappointing result at United. And hopefully those injuries to their English players are real. <laughs> so not, so I, I think I think we'll I think we'll win three 0 Three 0 Yeah. Last time he beat Liverpool three 0 I think Colo Torre scored <laughs> back in like two thousand. Good knowledge. Yeah. How old is Colo Torre? <laughs> yeah. Forty-seven. Is he? Probably. I'm going to check that in a minute. I mean, I, I think this is a game where actually I quite fancy a draw you uh, do, because yeah. um, I, I just think that it's it's one of those. Um, you know, one of those games where Liverpool just need to win. Exactly. And a draw's not good enough for them. So, you know, we can, you know, sit back a little bit. And it wouldn't, it wouldn't surprise me if it's like a bit of a 1-1 one, one or something like mm. that. Yeah, I hear you. Colo Turi is only 34. How about that? Wow. A mere 34. It feels I mean, like decades. He's been around yeah. for years. Since he's even at Arsenal. feels like decades. Uh, I'm going to go, I think I'm going to go for a draw. I think I might go two all. Yeah. I mean, but that does ultimately guarantee us that beautiful trophy oh. that, well, the that, Venga, that Wenger talks about so um, I mean we'll we'll be pretty happy oh, there's not, not even any question that we'll be in the top four now. I mean uh, <gasps> really is there a really it's always a question isn't there I mean that Manchester United me. win I think has yeah, separated think... it all really I think we've mind you, Man United came back strong didn't they they've come back strong exactly. oh, I think, oh I think they'll be in the top I think the top four will be I think they'll They'll, they'll do it over Liverpool, yeah. We've got to go awesome. to them in the league. We've got Liverpool. I mean, that's a big Chelsea. Chelsea, Chelsea at home. I mean, that, that's not a win. No, you're right. I'm totally counting my... Uh, yeah. 
But don't Liverpool have to play all these games? That's why I, I think that's what's it, six point seven point gap is is it allows us to lose to Chelsea because you'd assume that Liverpool, I think, have also got to play Chelsea, and you'd assume they'd lose that. So it all kind of equals itself out. And I mean, unless we really, really do a Tottenham Hotspur and, and, and mess up, then I think we are. Oh yeah, we're, we're fourth or third. Or before second. before we go, there is one more matter, which is that. Um, Pete has pointed out this extraordinary quote in today's uh, London Evening Standard uh, from Jura. Actually, Pete, you read it. You found it. Yeah, cool, it's so extraordinary. Uh, so, uh, quote of the week is from Olivier Giroud for his claim made in French that he does not fart higher than his own ass. What does that mean? Is it like it some kind of? It means, is it like kind of saying your right. shit doesn't smell or something like that? Is it some weird? Does it mean you're like he doesn't? Do stuff that's Above. beyond his own. What's he, what's he saying? Is there an, what's the explanation? The story. It sounds like he doesn't think higher of himself. Maybe than, is than he actually saying? is. Yeah, yeah. possibly. Okay. Or, it's not. It's not. It's or that he just fart so down. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> just, well, there you go. It just defies. Just, yeah. just uh, try and ponder what the what the hell that means. Heavy yeah. farting. Thanks for that. Yeah. Quote of the week. Well, thanks very much for that, Pete. Thank you. Uh, Pete LaGrove. Um, Ollie, you've done a sterling job. Thank you. And you'll be back in our next one as well, won't you? Uh, Yeah, I I think Josh has told me, put put me in for for the ninth. I think you're definitely there. Massimo uh, Marioni of the Sun. Thank you very much. And we'll speak to you in in a few weeks' time, try and deal with the boredom of the international break. Thanks. Thank you. Sports Social Podcast Network. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void. we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.